Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and today we're searching the globe for stocks that can withstand the cycle and come out stronger on the other side. These stocks might be boring, but sometimes boring is beautiful. At least that's what my boyfriend tells me. So today we're joined by PM Capital's Paul Moore and Antipodes' Jacob Mitchell. Thank you so much for joining me today, gents. Paul, I might start on you. Where are we in the cycle? And I'm sure you're not boring. But, uh, <laughs> um, who knows? Um, you know, you can use the academic you know, textbooks, but to be honest, I'd throw them out the window. Yeah, everything's kind of uh, been shortened these days. And so some parts of the market are way ahead, some of them are behind. Basically, I think we're in an environment which is stuck in the middle in terms of the market kind of oscillating around. You know, you've got higher interest rates, you've got concerns on, on the economy, you've got reasonable valuations, but some are cheap, some are expensive. So yeah, I just think we're in a, a 10 year cycle where it's going to be hard to make money from some sort of passive type investing. You're going to have to really pick your spots and make sure you're concentrated where you genuinely believe you're going to get a risk reward proposition that is acceptable to you, whatever your risk reward characteristics are. Over to you, Jacob. Where do you think we are in the cycle? Definitely late cycle. I mean, um, you can't put as much tightening into the system as has gone in without eventually breaking something which is starting you know starting to happen so definitely late cycle but within the context of maybe having shifted fundamentally to a different regime where we actually are going to have cycles uh, we had 10 years of you know not much other than QE and a fairly you know average outcome and I think now just a lot more fiscal activism and central banks are actually amplifying that rather than acting in a counter-cyclical manner. So I think we're going back to an environment of relatively large cycles and fairly frequent ones. And I think we're just coming to the end of, you know, the COVID, let's call it, <laughs> boom. Okay, let's get into the stocks now. First up, we have gold and copper miner Barrick Gold Corporation. It has a market cap of more than 40 billion Canadian dollars. Jacob, we're going to start with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Look, I think it's a, a constructive hold. Um, the gold price is arguably undervalued relative to the environment where you have a lot of central banks monetizing government debt. And we think that's, that's, a, that's attractive for gold as an alternative currency. And then the company is doing, I think, a better job in terms of capital management. And it's cheap. If you think about how gold stocks are priced, they're very cheap relative to their, let's call it production. Okay, its share price is down around 12% over the past year. Over to you, Paul. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Today it's a sell. I'd rather buy copper stocks you know, today. Uh, gold valuation's a bit ahead of itself, whereas the copper stocks have come back with a copper price. But medium to longer term, I want to own gold um, for the inflationary you know, reasons. And what we're looking to do is have two or three copper gold stocks in our portfolio 
remembering that gold stocks produce copper and copper stocks produce gold. Okay, next up today we have Shell. It's an oil and gas giant. Paul, is it a buy, hold or sell? Definite hold, done well short term, but on very conservative oil and gas prices. It's still on a, you know, probably a 10 PE at most, um, and it's paying importantly 100% of its free cash flow out in sort of dividends and buybacks, um, paying down debt. So, you know, we want to own it longer term, um, so definite hold. It has been volatile in the commodities where it works. Crude futures are down 37% over the past year. Natural gas is down 73%. Jacob, is it a buy, hold or sell? Uh, hold again. Um, yeah, look, I think the structural story is a good one. Like the energy stocks are generally under-investing. They have for some time. And, uh, and also in the case of Shell and a stock we own, Total Energies, you're getting a free option in the, on natural gas. And, um, and that's, that's important. And we, we think that in Europe, you had a very, you know, fortunately for the Europeans, they had a very warm winter. So natural gas prices have sort of collapsed. But I think, you know, you can see tightness coming back into that market and it, it gives you some protection from a real shortage once again, given we've taken a lot of the, you know, the Russian supply effectively off the market. Okay, next up today we have Alphabet. It's definitely a stock that's become quite crowded this year. Over to you, Jacob. Is it a buy, hold or sell? I think it's a, a sell. I think Alphabet is sort of approaching that, you know, growth trap sort of description. It's, it's business at a great, you know, great mousetrap, hard to replicate, um, but it's also very mature now. Um, and uh, you can see sort of threats coming on the horizon. We AI and those sorts of searches, you know, ChatGPT is already running at about 9% of all internet searches. So oh we think, you know, ultimately it's taking away eyeballs from what you would do using Google search. Even though Google has Bard now? Well, Bard isn't monetized, so until they work out a way that they can throw in four or five ads into the Bard result, <laughs> then, you know, they, then the jury's out, right? So we would say the margin of error is starting to expand. And, uh, and it's also, you know, digital advertising, very economically sensitive. We think you're going, you're still, expectations are too high. Um, and uh, yeah, look, we think there's better uses for uh, capital. Okay, it's done really well since the beginning of the year. Its share price is up 40%. Paul, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, so it was a great buy six to nine months ago, yeah. but I still think it's a hold. Uh, it has matured, but it's a monopoly. Um, and I think they hang around longer than people think. And if you remember the old classified businesses, how long are, you know, they hung around and the multiples they sold on. And relative to the other top 10 sort of growth stocks, it's actually quite reasonable. So. I think a few others will be sold before you know, they sell uh, Alphabet. So for me, a definite hold. Okay, we asked our guests to bring along one boring but beautiful stock for us today. Paul, what have you brought for us? Uh, Bank America. Now it's probably not boring right at the moment because there's a few little banking issues going on, but I think they're short term in nature. And uh, ultimately it's a pretty simple business, deposit franchise, lends money, uh, pretty dull and boring you know, a business with a very low valuation. And that's the beauty of it. You know, when you're selling at eight to 10 times earnings, once we get through these disruptions, people focus on the dividends, the buybacks. And so, yeah, we think it's you know, very boring, but interesting. Okay, over to you, Jacob. What stock do you think can withstand the cycle and come out stronger on the other side? Something that's boring, but trading at a beautiful price. 
Yeah, I don't think you can get more boring than pharmaceuticals. Uh, Sanofi is a, uh, is a French uh, pharmaceutical company. It doesn't have much exposure to drug price risk. Like it's not selling uh, pharmaceuticals into the US at inflated prices. It also has a really interesting, um, let's call it consumer health business. So drugs that go off patent. So no patent risk, and it's like a, it should be, you know, that, that business should trade on a quite a high multiple. It's like a consumer staple business. And then finally, it has like a, it has the vaccines business. So it's three interesting businesses on a P of 12, very little economic sensitivity. And uh, like, I think that's, that sort of fits the bill if you want boring, but beautiful valuation. <laughs> Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed the episode of Buy, Hold, Sell as much as I did. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content every single week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.